Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So we are finally finishing up Matthew chapter 9, and man, it's taken us a while, I know that, but I think it's so good for us to just kind of walk slowly through these different passages of Scripture and these different books of the Bible, because I think it helps us get a bigger picture and a better understanding of what the entire gospel of Matthew is trying to accomplish. And so let me show you a great example of that, okay? Uh, If you read verse 35 of Matthew chapter 9, listen to what it says. It says, Jesus continued going around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. That's what, that's what verse 35 says. But if you go back to Matthew chapter 4, verse 23, listen to what it says here. Now Jesus began to go all over Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness among the people. It is the same exact verse, except in Matthew chapter 4, it says, now Jesus began, and in Matthew chapter 9, it says that Jesus continued, right? So in reading the gospel Matthew together, and and look, I'm going to be honest with you, that's something I I don't think I ever knew those two verses existed there. I I don't think I ever realized that the same verse that's in chapter 4 is basically the same verse in chapter 9, but but I just learned that as we're going slowly through God's word and just taking our time and reading it and understanding what we're reading. Reading as we're going on. And I think the more that we read God's word, the more that we're going to see things like that, right? As Matthew is clearly telling the story. So we know what's happened, right? It, it says that Jesus began to teach and do all these things and do miracles and things like that. Then Matthew gives us the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapters five through seven. And then there's the structure where Jesus does three miracles. He challenges someone to follow him. He does three more miracles. Then there's Matthew's testimony where Jesus says to follow him. And then there's three final miracles. And so Jesus is talking about the kingdom of God. And we see that again here, right? He's preaching in verse 35, the good news of the kingdom, right? So Matthew 5 through 7, he's talking about what a citizen of that kingdom should live like. And then in showing his power and his authority and all the miracles that he's doing, he's saying that you get to partake in the power and the authority of this kingdom, which is pretty stinking awesome, right? And, And so this is just such a cool way that Matthew is tying his gospel together. But let's notice verse 37 together because it's, it's kind of an intense nurse, or we'll start at verse 36, excuse me. It says, when he saw the crowds, Jesus felt compassion for them because they were distressed and dejected like a sheep without a shepherd. You know, the the fact that Jesus feels compassion for these crowds is unbelievable to me. It's it's so awesome. I mean, I don't know if you've ever met anyone famous, right? But a lot of time, famous people don't really give anyone else the time of day. You know, they might walk past someone or they might kind of ignore someone, do anything like that. And it's very easy when you get famous to get uh, disconnected to the crowd, right? Disconnected to the common people. And yet Jesus here, who is uh, uh, gaining all this fame, is gaining all this popularity, and people are following him, man. Jesus still has compassion on these crowds. It's unbelievable as he sees them and he sees their brokenness and their hurt and their pain and their sickness. And Jesus moved by compassion wants to do something for them, right? He wants to help them. And that's amazing to me. And so look at what he says in verse 37 to his disciples. It says this, Jesus said this to his disciples, the harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. 
Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. You know, Jesus is talking to his disciples here about saying, look, there's there's plenty of people that need compassion, right? There's plenty of people that need mercy. There's plenty of people that need the gospel. The, the, the abundance of the harvest is not the problem. There's plenty of people. But Jesus is saying the laborers to actually go out and collect that harvest, that is what's few. And can I tell you what, students, I, I really believe this, and parents listening to this, I believe this 100%, is that the same thing that Jesus told us here to pray for, that, that he told his disciples to pray for, pray for the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. I, I got to be honest, I think we need to be praying the same thing today. That This command from Jesus has not changed over time, but there is still so many people who need the good news of Jesus. There's still so many people who need the hope of the gospel. They're, they're out there. The, the people are there, right? But are we going to go and are we going to be the people that actually go to them? So, so I think it's kind of twofold for us. One, I do want to pray that the Lord will raise up workers and raise up laborers to go into the harvest and collect the harvest, right? I want to pray for that. But also, man, I don't want to pray for something if I'm not going to be it myself. Man, I want to recognize that there's people around me that need Jesus. There's people around me that need the hope of the gospel. And I want to be that person that delivers that hope to them. So let me encourage you, as you got school right now, as you got a job right now, as you have families right now, there are people people around you that need Jesus. There's people around you that need the hope of the gospel. Are we taking it to them? The harvest is plentiful, but are we actually engaging and stepping up one foot after another and taking the hope of the gospel to them? I don't know about you, but I want to be about that in my life. I don't want to just pray for people to go out, although I do. Man, I want to be going out myself. So let's be a youth ministry. Let's be parents and let's be students who are willing to go into the harvest because the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So man, let's pray for those workers and let's be those workers. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.